Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Welcome to another opportunity to exchange limiting and restricting lies, illusions, and stories for a direct and consistent experience of truth. Robert here. Welcome to this latest episode in my sharing of what I call the Ultimate Freedom Teachings, or sometimes the Ultimate Freedom Blueprint. Now, the odds are, prior to finding your way to this audio, you have learned something, perhaps you've been practicing something in various ways, that is typically called, you create your own reality. Your thoughts and feelings either create, manifest, or attract whatever it is that happens to you. Now, this is something that, uh, again, you're probably very familiar with, something that is rampant out there in the teachings, whether you might call them mainstream techniques, metaphysical, esoteric, spiritual, whatever you want to call it, it's become much more mainstream because of things like the secret and other things related to the law of attraction that have made it much more popular, but it's always been pretty popular. And on my unique journey, (laughs) I studied that. I believed that. I tried to use the techniques and follow the guidelines and instructions for how to create, manifest, or attract what I wanted based on that core thing, that it's all coming, that core dynamic belief that it's all coming from my thoughts, my feelings, the combination of the two, um, and that kind of a thing. Except the problem that I always had is that even though when I studied it, when I was taught it, when coaches or other people would talk to me about what was happening in my life, As a result of that, what they were saying and what the teachings were communicated just never matched what I was actually seeing happen in my experience. And that's ultimately what caused me to abandon those approaches and continue my searching for the real truth, capital T, of what it is that shapes and manifests or whatever you want to call it, what happens to us every day. And so in this audio, I wanted to share a very specific example and a very specific story from my life of what actually happened on the road to me ultimately abandoning and jettisoning jettisoning (laughs) these teachings and moving in a different direction that ultimately led me to what I now call the ultimate freedom experience, the ultimate freedom blueprint, or if you're aware of the earlier teachings that I shared, the busting loose phase two teachings, what I refer to as phase three. It's all the same thing, it's just different words. So let me give you a little bit of background first. I went through a phase where I was having a lot of struggles with finances. And at the time, my primary way of making a living was through my own business, sharing uh, the various teachings and programs and different things that I've done over the years. This story that I'm narrating to you is something that happened to me a long time ago. And I was having this experience where what I would call the money faucet, like a a faucet of water, you know, in your sink or bathroom, whatever, it would be faucet on, faucet on more strongly, faucet off, faucet on weekly, uh, faucet off. And so there was this instability of the flow of money, of the flow of abundance. And I'd have like whatever, it could be two months, three months, six months, eight months, nine months, a very strong money faucet flow, and then all of a sudden, in the way that it appeared in my own personal experience, suddenly the faucet would dramatically weaken 
You know, sales would drop by a half or by two-thirds or by three-quarters, just whammo out of nowhere. Um, And then the next month, it would get better. It would continue to be like that. It would continue to get worse. There was all this volatility. And so at one point many years ago, when these kinds of things happened, and it confused me, or it made me angry or whatever, my pattern way back when was to reach out and seek guidance and advice. And sometimes I would do it from, you know, what I would call a mainstream coach. Sometimes I would do it from what you'd call a psychic, an intuitive, a channel, somebody that was able, let's just call it, to get um, spiritual, truthful information from another source, you know, other than just, you know, the human mind, the human brain, whatever you want to call it. And so I had a series of interactions with a particular person. And please understand, I have no judgment, I have no criticism, I have no negativity, I have no anything about this particular person or anyone else. Everything out there is beautiful and is magnificent and is very, very supportive when it's being used, including when I used all these kinds of things, even though the pattern in my story on my unique journey was that none of these things ultimately worked, quote-unquote, for me, and I abandoned them. But there's no criticism or judgment And I just want to make that clear. The things that I share um, are not better. I am not better. Uh, I just discovered a different approach. Uh, There was something that was different about what I was really seeking, what I really wanted, and it involved going deeper and deeper and deeper into truth with a capital T, and then ultimately having that move into a practical place. So please understand that. So I want to read to you something that I actually got in this reading from this person When I was going through this struggle, and at the time I was very angry, and I couldn't understand why these patterns kept happening. Because it isn't like, you know, my finances were fine for 40 years, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, they tanked, and then it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. I have (laughs) been through cycles like that. But this particular one, it was the volatility. It was the erraticness. It would be, there would be a period again where things were strong, and then they'd weaken, and then they'd strong, and then they'd weaken, and it was this volatility. And I couldn't understand it. It drove me crazy, and it was causing me all kinds of issues. Um, And so I, I, out of anger and out of frustration at the time and out of desperation to try to find out what the hell was causing all of this, this pattern to repeat, I sought this external advice from this particular person that I would call an intuitive, you know, again, you could call it psychic or whatever else you want. So here's, here's what this person wrote to me. The problem is not so much your efforts or practice. It is located on a more subtle level, that is, your vibration and aura. Even though you are really focused on your goals and apply everything you know in the best way possible, you are still not taking enough care of the emotions you give off. What you experience around you is basically just a feedback in terms of your point of attraction, which reflects that there are still resistances within you towards the things that you want. The main problem here is that your emotions are very dependent on the conditions around you, which means that ultimately you give up your responsibility about the way you are feeling and thus your vibrational stance and manifestations. Even though you are focused for a while and practice a high vibration, it is still limited to a certain time span by which and you either expect results, and if they don't, you fall back, they don't come, you fall back into old negative thought patterns affecting your vibration, or things happen in the meantime that throw you out of your high vibration and all your attention goes to the unwanted things all over again that keep manifesting. Simply put, 
You have invested a great deal of time, energy, and focus on your fears, worries, and negative scenarios that these keep manifesting because your aura and vibration are aligned to them and not to what you want. You could do all of the homework and practice you want, and it still wouldn't bring about the wanted change because you are emotionally and vibrationally in a place of resistance. Now, perhaps listening to that based on things that you currently embrace, you currently believe, you've studied, you've been practicing, that probably makes perfect sense. Maybe it not, maybe you're new to this, maybe you're an exception, but it certainly makes sense to me when I got that. You know, it wasn't the first time that I had ever heard something like this, but see, here's what happened. And this, again, is a narrative of what happened on my journey at a deeply practical and experiential level, not just a thinking about it level, not just an idea and concept, not a philosophy theory, but looking at these things and then applying it based on what I was actually seeing in my experience. So I looked at this and I said, sorry, I mean, this is what appeared in my mind, so to speak. I now, my current language in the ultimate freedom experience, the ultimate freedom teachings is to say it appeared in inner space, because that's my language for where thoughts and feelings and sensations appear. They appear inside of us, and so I call that inner space, and I call what's happening with the body and in the world that appears to be outside of us, you know, uh, story space. So anyway, I looked at this and I said, wait a minute, I used to believe that, and that used to make perfect sense to me, but let's see if we can match this up. So I looked at what was actually going on in my experience, and remember I said there'd be a period of time that finances would be really strong, and then all of a sudden whammo, what appeared to be out of nowhere, for no significant reason or cause, I hadn't suddenly started to do something differently I hadn't started to start to think differently or feel differently. I was just going about my business. And in most of those cases, you could say that me going about my business was optimistic, positive, expecting good things, you know, strong business, strong sales, strong finances, growing sales and income and finances from the various projects that I was involved with, most of which were related at that time to sharing the teachings, but not all of it. And so I looked at it and said, well... I'm sorry, that just doesn't make sense. And I said to this person, okay, I just experienced a major decline in the flow of money in July. And I didn't suddenly start thinking negatively or having fears or negativity, let's just speak simply here, at the end of June. It just whammo happened in July. And, and then I said, and then it got a little bit better in August. And then uh, in September, I was expecting <laughs> that it would be restored, you know, uh, the, the abundance, the flow, the faucet would get turned on much more strongly in September. And all of a sudden, things dropped so low in September that looking back, September was the absolute worst month that I'd ever had in my entire career of running my own business. And I said to this person, I said, you know what? I did not in September, in, in August, I was still a little bit concerned because of the drop suddenly in July, but then it got better in August. And so in August, through the whole month, at the end of August, I wasn't thinking to myself, oh my God, what if things get worse in September or things are going to get worse in September? None of that ever appeared in my mind. None of that ever appeared in inner space. No thoughts, no feelings, no fears, no anything that I was aware of. And I said, so uh, I'm sorry that just, you know, explain that to me. 
That does not make any sense. If it's my thoughts, if it's my feelings, if it's what's in my aura, if it's my vibration, how can that possibly be? If I'm causing it from those things, if I'm creating it from those things, if I'm attracting it from those things, then there ought to be some trace of it in my conscious awareness. And there wasn't. There was no direct connection. There was no direct relationship. Every time I looked at this volatility cycle, and by the way, this had been going on for a a couple of years uh, at that point, so it was the same thing. The first faucet off, you know, the first faucet down at the beginning of that two, two years was a complete shock. I mean, I just had been going up and up and up, stronger, 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 very, very strong consistently, even if it didn't go up for years. So the first downturn, so to speak, in this cycle that ended up lasting more than two years uh, completely came out of the blue. I mean, again, there was no trace of any fear, expectation, uh, worry, nothing. If anything, it was the complete opposite. You know, I was filled with strength, optimism, positivity, expectation. I wasn't using any particular techniques then to try to manifest any particular results. Uh, I was just doing what I was doing. But I began to see, wait a minute, there is not a one-to-one relationship here. There is not a direct relationship here. There is no relationship at all from what I have been experiencing when it first happened two years ago and in the ups and downs, faucet on, faucet off, all these erratic, volatile kinds of things. There was no relationship at all. Now, after it started and had continued for a while, Then there were from time to time some thoughts about, you know, is this going to last if the faucet was back on again? But that was not regular either. Sometimes what appeared in my mind was thoughts and feelings that were okay. So we had this weird, unexplained downturn in sales and income. But, you know, I've had that before. It'll rebound and I'll be fine. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. I wasn't trying to talk myself into that. Um, you know, from negativity and saying, no, 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 no. I wasn't trying to think positively. If I was observing what was appearing in inner space using my language, that's what was appearing in inner space. Now, there were some times after this had happened for a while, and I I would say I felt kind of shell-shocked because it didn't make sense to me. And sometimes the downturn would start and it would continue for a number of months, and then it would become very difficult to pay bills or to handle certain kinds of things. I'm using money game language, if you happen to be aware of those busting loose from the money game. And so, um, but then I, I noticed that there were months that it was, oh my God, what if this continues? You know, what, what if, uh, you know, what if this continues? <laughs> and, and I get into real serious financial trouble, you know, kind of a thing. And I'd be having fear. I'd be having negativity. And then the next thing I know, the money faucet would get turned back on again and would go stronger. And I would see, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I was actually feeling some fear then. I was actually feeling some concern. There was actually some negativity. But that didn't manifest either. And this is the kind of stuff that happened to me so much for so long in, in so many ways. And in the beginning, I didn't see it as clearly as I did later and as I do now. But this is what actually happened to me in my day-to-day experiences, that I took a look at these teachings, these techniques, these things that are just rampant out there. There are so many people that talk about this. And then there are variations of it that you may be aware of. You know, you've got to be grateful, and there's got to be gratitude, and all these other kinds of things. And, and, uh, but if you look at this, if, when I looked at this, I'll change the language, 
Uh, you may be recognizing some things like this, or you may now or after listening to this start to look at the patterns of what's happened with you, which would be my invitation for you. Look at these teachings if it's something, these techniques, if it's something that you embrace and see if you map it onto stuff that's happened in your life, do you find the same kind of a disconnect? Maybe you don't. Maybe your journey, your story was very different than mine. And so many other people that come into my sphere of influence participate in the ultimate freedom experience that had a very similar experience to me. But map it and see. Is there a direct correlation? Is there a direct relationship between what you are actually seeing in inner space, in your thoughts, in your feelings, and what's actually happening? Or is sometimes is there a major disconnect? Again, there's, there's the presence of negativity, fear, whatever, which should be changing your vibration and therefore should be causing things um, to whatever, um, uh, is there this direct one-on-one relationship, one-to-one direct connection between what's actually happening in your actual day-to-day experience and what's appearing in inner space and then what's appearing in story space in terms of, you know, whatever. This is about finances, but it could be about anything. And it just became so overwhelmingly clear to me from these kinds of things happening, so many disconnects in big ways sometimes, gigantic ways, on both sides of the fence, when there was positivity, I'll just call it that, you'll know what I mean, um, negative things happened. Bear with all the language here. When there was negativity, sometimes negative things happened, but very often positive things would happen when I was in the midst of all of this kind of negativity. And almost always when I experienced one of these kinds of downturns, it was random, it was sudden, it was a shock, it was nothing that I was worried about, nothing that I was afraid of. And so I came to the conclusion, well, obviously it's not my thoughts and my feelings that are creating what's happening to me. Or if you still really want to believe in this teaching, which is these teachings, which are fine, then you have to say, all right, well, maybe your thoughts and feelings do create some of what happens to you, but obviously there's something else that's going on. I call it from behind the scenes in the invisible world that is modifying that. That sometimes when you're having negative feelings, this other force operates and it creates positive things to happen. And sometimes when there's positive feelings, so to speak, thoughts and feelings, this other force operates and it creates negative things that are part of your story, part of your mission and purpose, as I call it. And so it became so clear to me, not as a theory, not as a philosophy, not as an idea, not as a concept, but as a very practical experience that, that this stuff about your thoughts and feelings create your own reality and it determines what you attract and what you manifest and, you know, um, whatever you hold in your most dominant thoughts must manifest in your life. All this kind of stuff, obviously, it became so obvious to me that that just wasn't true. And when I looked around, when I talked to other people, when I talked to people that were in my sphere of influence, that were involved in personal development, spiritual development, whether it was things that I was offering or things other people were offering, it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me that was uh, having this disconnect, um, but it, it seemed to be at the time, and this is just to my awareness, this doesn't mean there aren't lots of other people all over the world that were having the same experience. It's just my bias, my experience is, I wasn't aware of anybody that was talking like I was talking and like that was seeing this and being vocal about it. Wait a minute. Maybe that's not true. Maybe there's something else going on. And so then it was, okay, if it's not my thoughts, if it's not my feelings, 
that are creating anything or that aren't creating everything and these other things that can happen that are opposite to what's going on in my thoughts and feelings, then what happened to me was, okay, then obviously there's something else. There's some other force, which if you know my story, my grandfather hinted at, teased at, you know, when I was 12 years old, that there was this other force that shaped what happened to us, whatever. Um, And uh, then I want to know what it is and I want to be able to tap it. And I want to be able to align with that, work with that, whatever language you want to use, because obviously this stuff that I'm being told and what this intuitive was telling me just was not ringing true, even though it sounded right, and I used to believe it, and it made sense logically at the idea and concept intellectual level. But when I really broke it down and looked at and tried to map it onto my experience, as I mentioned, there was not a fit. Now, at the same time, something started to appear again in my mind in what I now call inner space that I did not get the full significance of at the time. That's something that revealed itself later, and that is also an integral part now of the ultimate freedom experience, the ultimate freedom teachings, is that I thought to myself for a moment, and I said this to the, to the uh, intuitive who was helping me, I said, you know, the other thing that doesn't make any sense to me here is that you're telling me that what's going on in my mind, my thoughts and feelings, which are then translating into my vibration and my aura, are what's shaping this. But I said, if there was positive stuff appearing in my thoughts and feelings, I wasn't creating that consciously. I wasn't choosing it. It was just happening. It was just there. (laughs) And when the negative stuff came... I could say that there was a cause and effect relationship, you know, all of a sudden the money supply dropped and I looked at that and then stuff started to appear in inner space, as I call it, that was negative, that was fearful, that was concerned, oh, what if this continues, all that kind of stuff. But again, I didn't choose that. I didn't create that. I didn't put those thoughts there. I didn't put those feelings there. They just happened. They just appeared in inner space is my current language. So again, these things that you're saying to me, I said to the person, and the things that are so rampant in these teachings don't make sense, even if it was true, then I I still, it didn't seem like, quote unquote, I was doing it, because all of this stuff was just happening. The stuff was happening using my language in story space, meaning in this case, in this example, the money supply was erratic and volatile and up and down, faucet on, faucet off, and I wasn't making that happen. And then thoughts were appearing uh, during all of that. Forget whether there was a disconnect or not, like I said before, but thoughts were appearing, sometimes thoughts positive, thoughts and feelings. Occasionally, in my case, um, after some crazy stuff happened (laughs) that was new and didn't make sense and was confusing, like I talked to you about, the volatility suddenly, um, then negative thoughts and feelings would appear. But I, I, I could not honestly say that I was creating that either. So here was this stuff happening in story space, here was this stuff happening in inner space, and and as best as I could say, and I wasn't trying to be in denial, I wasn't trying to, you know, not take responsibility for what was happening, I was just being, in a sense, a scientist, and I was studying, you know, the creation of reality, and I was objectively and with brutal honesty looking at what was actually happening, again, using my language in inner space and story space, and then trying to map it on to these teachings that I had embraced for so long. And I saw on both of these levels, there just was not a fit. 
There wasn't a fit that there was a one-on-one relationship, direct relationship between what was appearing in inner space that I was aware of and what happened in story space in the way that I explained. And I couldn't even honestly say, if I was brutally honest, that I was the one who was choosing or creating, or whatever word you want to say, those thoughts and feelings. It appeared to me, if I looked at what was actually happening in my life, and I invite you to do the same thing for yourself right now, going forward after you stop listening to this audio, is take a look and see if that's what really happens. Do you choose the thoughts that appear in your mind? Do you choose the feelings that appear, or do they just happen? You know, with a life of their own, they just happen. In my language, do they just pop into inner space and you become aware of them, but you didn't really, quote-unquote, do it? Now, again, obviously here, and this is a topic for another day, this begs the question of who are you and what does you, quote-unquote, mean when I keep saying, are you, you know, choosing those thoughts? Are you creating those feelings, choosing those feelings or creating them? you know, whatever, uh, but that's a topic for another day. It is something that is resolved in the ultimate freedom experience, ultimate freedom teachings, not as an idea or a concept or a theory or a philosophy, but as an actual experience, a practical experience where you can verify the truthfulness of all of this for yourself, and you can map things, so to speak, in a way that works, which, as I mentioned, was so problematic for me. So I saw this double whammy problem of But again, I didn't just read something or go to a workshop or listen to an audio like this or watch a video where somebody said da-da-da-da. I actually experienced this, the disconnects here, the things that didn't make sense, the wait a minute, I hear what you're saying, but that doesn't seem to really match my personal experience if I look clearly and with brutal honesty. And so what ultimately happened in my story, as I said, is was, okay, then I want to know what's really going on. I want to know what the truth is with a capital T. And, and, and my, my thought at the time was, still, I would, defy, I would find some sort of a magical technique, like the techniques that were offered in these other systems for getting everything that I want. I still thought that would happen when I solved the mystery, <laughs> when I found out what was really happening, and it, it ultimately went in a very different direction that I talk a lot about in the free trainings that I offer and also in the Ultimate Freedom Experience. It, it went into a completely unexpected place for me when I discovered the truth and what was really going on. So let me then explain. So I, I read to you what I was given from this intuitive, and then I told you that I tried to map that, and it wasn't a fit. And I said to this person, there just isn't a fit here. What you're saying to me just doesn't make sense from within my actual experience. So let me now share what this person came back to me with when I said, wait a minute, um, that doesn't seem to be matching what's actually happening, and that doesn't make sense to me based on what's actually been happening to me now for many, many years. In this particular two-year cycle, as I mentioned to you, but also it just didn't seem to make sense, it didn't seem to track, it didn't seem to map correctly, so to speak, even when I looked on my life, back on my life, way before this two-year cycle with all the volatility volatility (laughs) had begun. So the first thing that came back, and oh, by the way, let me make something else clear before I continue. I'm narrating here a specific conversation between me and one person, one intuitive. But as all of this was happening to me, and this happened before this conversation, this odd dialogue, And after is that I reached out to other people and I consulted different people trying to resolve these same kinds of disconnects. And ultimately, it was the same 
kind of stuff that I'm going to narrate here that happened with this particular dialogue. Um, and I'm sure you'll recognize that it's something that's just ramp- rampant out there. So the first thing that came back was, oh, well, this is a karmic thing. You ripped a bunch of people off in a bunch of past lives. You stole money from them. You embezzled. You were dishonest. You did this. You did this, that. You hurt a lot of people financially. And so this is karma, and you're burning off your bad karma from having uh, caused other people financial struggle, and so that's why this is happening to you. And so again, being the objective scientist, which is the way I always tried to be to the best of my ability when I was on this part of my journey way back when, I looked at that and I thought a number of things. The first thing I thought was, well, you told me in the previous reading, in the previous session, that it was my thoughts and of negativity and my feelings of negativity, you know, me, Robert, in this life, and my, you know, vibration that was coming from that, um, uh, that was causing the problem. And so now what you're saying is it wasn't really my thoughts and my feelings, me, Robert, in the here and now. It was coming from some past life thing and that it was a karmic something. So number one, I saw that there was another disconnect there. And then I also saw, well, but this ties into what I was saying before. If that's true, and as the objective scientist, I didn't know if it was, I'd read that, I'd you know, heard that, certainly karma is something that you know, zillions of people around the world and throughout history are aware of and is a big part of their life, but being the objective scientist, it was all right, well, you know, we'll see, but, but now you're talking about another force that's operating independent of my thoughts and my feelings and what you said to me before, and so there was a disconnect, and then I began to think, well, uh, yeah, obviously still, the conclusion that I started to draw was an accurate one. There's some force other than my thoughts and feelings um, that is shaping what's happening to me. And then, again, the way my mind works and the way the objective scientist Robert worked, it was, all right, well, who decides when a karmic debt like that is going to chime in? When am I going to start having, you know, who decided that I was all of a sudden going to start having to pay this back now? Versus 10 years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, it certainly wasn't my thoughts that all of a sudden consciously, oh, Robert, you've got karmic stuff, you know, and you need to pay this back or some form of guilt or something appeared in inner space. Again, it comes back to there's some force other than me personally, my thoughts, my feelings, my aura, my vibration, you know, um, coming from that, that's shaping things. And, and then the other thing that comes up, which is something I'd struggled with for so much of my life, even when I worked with such things as karmic influences, past life influences, other kinds of wounding and other issues that I tried on my road to trying to, you know, create a successful life spiritually and uh, economically and personally and whatever, is that, all right, well, again, if I were to accept that as true, what can I do about it? And basically what she said is, you have to wait until the debt's repaid, and then things will change, you know? <laughs> and then I actually laughed, and I said, well, then obviously I'm not in control of this, and there's nothing that I can do. I can't use some technique. I can't do whatever in order to burn off that karma. And they said to me, well, sometimes you can work with the angels or the archangels, and you can ask them to please, you know, lift this burden that you have 
you know, you've suffered enough and you get, you know, that you did something wrong in another life and you repent and you won't do that again or whatever. And she gave me a technique to use to ask um, uh, certain archangels for help with releasing this kind of a thing. But what really came back first was, no, there's really nothing that you can do except at some point. And then I thought to myself, okay, well, then again, who's going to decide when I've suffered enough, when that karma has been balanced off enough that this kind of stuff doesn't have to keep happening. But perhaps you can begin to see if you can identify with this Robert character trying to be an objective scientist, trying to understand this, trying to find his way through this confusing stuff and all these layers of things happening. So this continued and the same kind of pattern continued. And then I kept coming back and saying, well, you know, so are you telling me then that this karmic stuff is trans finding its way into, you know, my aura and it's finding my way, it's finding its way into my vibration? And she basically said yes. And but again, she had to acknowledge that it had nothing to do with me, Robert, in the here and now. I didn't decide to start punishing myself, paying back the, the bad karmic debt at that time. I had no control over when it was paid back. I tried these things with the angels and the archangels, and it seemed like something happened, you know, in a closed-eye visualization, meditative kind of an experience, but the patterns didn't stop. And then I ended up going back to this person and some other people at various points and saying, you know, this is still happening. (laughs) Um, You know, what's going on? What can I do, you know, to change this, to stop this, to fix this, whatever, you know? And, and, And people would say stuff like, well, Okay, consciously you're not, you know, feeling the fear and consciously you're not having all these negative thoughts, but it's in your subconscious mind. They're sabotaging, limiting beliefs that are in your subconscious mind that are translating into things in your aura and in your vibration and are causing this thing. And I had to take a look at that again as the objective scientist and say, okay, well, maybe, but again, if that's the case, it isn't me, Robert, in the here and now, Choosing, manifesting, creating it. It's some again, it's a it's a commonly named other force, subconscious mind, but it's beyond my control. I didn't put it there. I didn't put those sabotaging and limiting beliefs in my subconscious mind. I'm not aware of it. It wasn't showing itself in terms of something appearing in inner space to use my language again. So it's once again something else beyond my control. And then the other question was: okay. If I got these limiting and sabotaging beliefs that are causing this, obviously they've been there for a while. You know, odds are they were put there in my childhood or whatever else. Some people would say past lives, you know, whatever. Why did it all of a sudden start having impact two years ago? Why hasn't it always, why haven't I always had this volatility? Why haven't I always had this up, down, up, down, up, down, faucet on, faucet off? Why did it all of a sudden start happening and start happening with such frequency and intensity Two years ago, if it's because of these, you know, limiting, sabotaging beliefs, they didn't all of a sudden get put into my subconscious mind two years ago. Um, These are the kinds of things that started to appear uh, in inner space for me as I was experiencing all these kinds of things. So as this continued, and I'm summarizing something that went on over a 